Welcome to Appearance Matters, the podcast, the Appearance Psychology podcast brought to you by the Centre for Appearance Research, a world-leading research centre based at the University of the West of England in Bristol, investigating everything related to the psychology of how we look. I'm Nadia. And I'm Jade. And this month's episode is about online dating apps and how they might affect our body image, just in time for Valentine's Day as well, actually. Very (laughs) true. And for this topic, we've decided to bring you not one, but two episodes. What a treat. (laughs) I know, right? The reason we did this is because there's not much research yet on online dating and body image. So we decided to do things a little differently and Jade spoke to a group of women and then a group of men about their thoughts on online dating and body image. And because the discussions we thought were so interesting, we didn't want to cut them too much. So in this episode, we'll be hearing from the women's group and then next month we'll hear from the boys about (laughs) their views on the topic. Not going to lie, I am so excited to share what they have to say, to be honest. Um, And like you said, Nadia, we really couldn't have done this topic justice in just one episode alone. So now we're going to keep this introduction very brief, unlike us, I know, (laughs) very different, Um, and pretty much get straight into the discussion where we hear from the women. Then we can really delve into a few of the points made by the women and kind of relate it to some of the research that we know so far. Yeah, but first, a few general facts about online dating. According to a YouGov survey of over 2016 to 34-year-olds in the UK, 45% of people surveyed had used an online dating app at some point, and 17% said that they had met their current partner on a dating app, which is the second most common way of meeting someone, which is not a bad success rate. Uh, I actually know quite a few people that have met via an online dating app. Yeah, yeah, same actually. And within that same report, almost a third of people using dating apps, kind of like Tinder, Chappie and Bumble. Wait, what's Chappie? I've never heard of Chappie. Am I showing my age? <laughs> it's actually a dating app for, for gay people. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, in case you've not used a dating app before, all of them work roughly the same way, really. You swipe right to like someone's profile, which is generally a couple of photos that you see in the profile and a short bio. Or you swipe left to reject it. If you swipe right to someone, and they also swipe right to you, it's a match, and then you can start talking if you would like to. Mm -hmm. And so back to the survey, a third of people admitted that they used these apps because they were too shy to actually meet someone in person, um, which, spoiler, will be discussed as well by the women. And kind of like, instead of going up to people in a club and a bar, has that little barrier there. Mm -hmm. The report also found almost half of the people who said that they used online dating apps did so before they were 21. Hmm, yeah, I think that's quite interesting. Um, Well, on that note, let's jump straight into hearing what the women have to say on this topic. I spoke to four women in their 20s to 30s who are either currently working or studying at a certain university in the southwest of England. (laughs) I wonder where. (laughs) Um, We should probably flag that the views expressed in this conversation are the personal opinions of the four women Jade spoke to, and they may not necessarily reflect the views of the majority of people who... Uh, date online we don't know we don't know that yet definitely great point and also the people we interviewed were all white female heterosexuals as well as having a university level of education at least we did have a slight age range though and someone also was in the group who'd never used an online dating app before Mm. yeah which i did find interesting but it's important that we mention that this group will reflect the experiences of using online dating apps from these perspectives. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is that this is not a research study, this is not factual evidence, this is just a discussion that we thought was really interesting for you to hear. Yeah, definitely, I agree. So let's hear from the women. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Hi everyone, welcome to Appearance Matters podcast. It's great to have you all and thank you for your time coming along. So, 
as you all know, this is going to be a conversation about online dating and body image and the way it might make you think about the way you look. So my first question to all of you is what is your general experiences of using online dating and what kind of apps do you typically prefer to use? So I've used online dating on and off probably for about seven odd years and I've used mostly initially Tinder because it was the first one Mm -hmm. and then I don't know if it's just I went off it for a while because I was in a relationship and then I came back to it and then I went onto Bumble. I don't know whether that's because I aged in that time and I felt that Bumble was maybe a bit more mature or sophisticated somehow but also like the fact that as a woman you're kind of have more control so you almost get like a second screen before you make that decision to um, ask a question but also I felt like the caliber of gentlemen (laughs) that was uh, on the apps was also quite different between the two and Tinder at the time which was probably about four or five years ago and I was I was in London for a bit but I was also in right. a different city in the US in Los Angeles but it was quite a similar experience but the caliber of men on Bumble seems to be a bit better and Tinder seems to be a bit more like if you want to basically get laid although that definitely is happening on Bumble mm-hmm. um, as well yeah so I've used both and I think they both have pros and cons because Bumble like you're saying just to mention is where the woman will initiate the conversation first and the man can't so yeah that's really interesting i think it's a really good point does anyone else have any experiences yeah i've used exactly the same apps and um yeah i do flip between the two (laughs) and actually you see the same people on both anyway Mm. (laughs) i agree (laughs) yeah um and yeah yeah tinder's an interesting one because i think originally it was used for um people to hook up um, mm-hmm. typically but now I feel like it's getting a little bit blurred I think you kind of go on there and you're like oh it's, it's really hard to have that conversation with someone about what they're actually looking for in the first place because typically it was a hookup app I think you can tell by the conversation whether it's whether it's going to be a you're going to get there it's going to be one date and then they're going to try and take you home do you think I yeah think I do yeah, I think so I yeah but I also feel like I've met someone once off tinder who actually as a guy who was fighting that stigma who's saying that he felt very much perceived as if everyone that he was matching mm. with the girls would assume that he just wanted one thing mm. and he actually wasn't in, yeah. in it for that so i think it's an interesting one isn't it i think guys and and equally girls might be fighting the stigma yeah. online yeah. on tinder thinking that they just want one thing when actually some of them might like you say the lines are slightly blurred now yes. yeah. so i guess i'm coming from a different place where i've never used um mm-hmm. dating apps exactly because of what you both have just said so there's this whole kind of or at least i have the perception that people that use dating apps, especially certain apps like Tinder, um, want one thing, and especially men are there for one reason, and there hasn't been a time in my life where I've needed that, so I haven't felt the need (laughs) 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 to use those apps for those things, although people, and women and men, um, use those apps for those things, that's fine as well, it just hasn't been appropriate for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I've been put off, and then you know, you've got the horror stories as well, which put you off which you tend to hear about quite a lot as opposed to some of the success mm, stories that will be hidden more because mm. they feel the stigma of, oh, I met my partner on Tinder. Yeah. Mm. And whenever I hear those stories, so I have a couple friends who are now in long-term happy relationships with people they met on apps, but it's always, the narrative is always, we met and we never really wanted anything serious and we fought around for a bit and then a relationship <laughs> happened. It was never like, we met and we both knew we wanted a relationship and we worked on it. It was, it was always kind of an accident. Mm. Another thing that I think 
So again, coming from a place of not having used these apps, maybe I'll change my mind after this. But <laughs> so the whole idea of using it to meet people, I don't consider myself a socially awkward person. I'm someone who I speak to anyone and everyone, but the idea of talking to someone with the intention of dating and then arranging a date, mm. to me, just like induces a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And I think I would feel hugely awkward in that situation because it's really foreign and really unnatural mm. kind of. Yeah. How I meet people is, you know, we bump into each other, we might meet each other at a bar or through a friend and you've got some common ground to build from rather than like, I matched with you based on yeah. predominantly physical appearance. Because let's be honest, that's the first, you know, no one's attracted from a profile description. Um, and even like I said, for myself, as someone who's very confident socially and has, has never had any problems, I think I would really struggle. But that's exactly the reason why I stopped using dating apps, because um, I found it easy to approach people online rather than in real life, because I feel quite shy when it comes to approaching strangers that I might be interested in. So of course, like the dating app was very useful, because it's like, oh, this person seemed to have some interest in common with me. I do actually read the caption. But <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, they I, I like them physically, and of course that's very important. But then that was like quite comfortable. But then the the kind of jump that you have to make when mm. you when you meet them in real life was very very stressful for me. And sometimes, really? like the person didn't match my expectations, or I thought, right. oh maybe my online self is not what um, I they, they will actually see in myself when I when I go to the date. So in the end, I came to the conclusion that it's probably better to be a little bit more stressed approaching someone in real life, because um, that would also give me kind of um, an information of how right. worth is the person, because if I'm going to go through all the effort and the stress to go and talk to them, because for me that's quite a thing, then probably there is some sort of common ground. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it's a bit easier to, to keep on talking. I don't know about any of you guys that use um, dating apps but I often feel when if I go to meet someone in real life when we've decided that we're going to go on a date face to face I sometimes have to look and be like okay what is it they look like yeah, I don't want to tell yeah. like, <laughs> hi and it's some random guy that's at the bar and I'm like oh whoops I normally person. meet that side for that very reason that is like my worst nightmare see that's shoulder. oh my god that's massively just like stress anxiety <laughs> you do normally know it's just an external fear yeah. yeah and the thing is that unnatural like what you just said that moment of speak to someone a part of you is invested and it's like because you, you know obviously the conversation's yeah. rolling you go through i don't know what's the normal waiting period between speaking and a date a couple of weeks a week couple of weeks where you're kind of like a day i don't know you're kind of like slightly invested and then you're that in that time you're experiencing all this stress and like am I gonna be enough are they gonna be enough and then meeting them that is just a nightmare <laughs> for me I could not if, I, if the more I've oh. done it the yeah, more it that becomes, it becomes yeah, yeah easier I so just like yeah. up to someone and be like what are you about what am I about let's decide now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know to me that's stressful <laughs> yeah. I think so two things one is again I'm, I'm just being like showing how my age is obviously an issue, but like I used to go out all the time, I used to go mm. to clubs, I used to go to right. house parties, mm. things where I'd meet new people regularly, whereas mm. now don't do a lot of those things right. and in a city where I don't, like my friendship group is a lot smaller. But also I have 
really bad social anxiety and and as a young younger like really struggled with my appearance and had acne and you know didn't really think of myself as like an attractive person so initially did struggle with this idea of online dating Mm. but actually the more you do it the more that you build your confidence like I built my confidence to know that people do find me attractive and not just aesthetically but also you know from the blurb that I put from the conversations that we then have and although there is that like nervousness when you first go to meet someone I feel I would have that regardless of the context that I met them in like when I have met people at a house party or if a friend set me up if I like somebody if I think there's a potential for something like the more then the more that you feel a bit invested in something as well yeah. like the more you're like anxious, Actually, more anxious. yeah, yeah I find like, like a, a I find like a, date. Yeah, I find like a third or a fourth date more anxiety oh, than yeah, anything. Oh, yeah, like, oh, I like them now. And we kissed last time. And like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what do I wear? Yeah. yeah. So that's great. I think we've had a great discussion. And we've answered some of my questions that are going to come up. But I'll move on. Do you feel pressure to look a certain way on dating apps? If so, what way? And kind of... With the pictures that you're posting, are they slightly different to things you would post on social media in comparison to dating apps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been struggling with this this <laughs> one recently because you are you do see if you read magazines or like blogs and stuff, you see stuff on online dating. They might say you've got to have like a close up picture of your face, and then you need to have full body shot so people know what mm-hmm. they're getting. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that because like, yeah, yeah, why should I have to do that? But at the same time, I know that that's kind of what I end up doing when I you just because you do look at people's photos and you, you're making a decision based on their appearance mm-hmm. you kind of feel like the photos are different I have put a couple that I would never put on Facebook yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah a bit more pouty and a bit more yeah I feel exactly the same I feel exactly the same so in, in a way like it was quite fun to build up the profile because it was like a way to decide how to present myself and like picking right. pictures that I liked and also like I felt less um, obliged to respect certain social norms while I would you know would never post a selfie on Facebook uh, or I would I would not post a selfie on my Instagram as well but then um, on his, on Tinder I was like ah oh, you know it's Tinder I can definitely post a selfie if I like it mm-hmm. um, but again yeah as you said I also felt oh I should definitely put a picture of my face then a picture where they see my whole physique and then kind of mm. giving quite a lot of investment to 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 my appearance and uh, it was fun to build it up but then also a bit challenging to live up to my own profile in real life mm. yeah, yeah let's talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit more as well like in regards to how it might make you feel with the pictures you're posting on the dating apps and then when it comes to meeting them in real life or you presenting yourself in real life how does that make you feel sometimes too? My experience is different to both of yours in that all of my pictures on my dating profile come from Facebook so I haven't put Mm -hmm. anything that's not already out on a public space and my kind of intention was to kind of show myself in the sort of different aspects of what I do I guess like so a variety of things yeah I'm just trying I'm going through like I think I've got one where I've like got my glasses on and I look a little bit geeky because I don't wear makeup like pretty much ever like it's very rare occasion if I do it's like oh it's a, a wedding or something that I feel mm-hmm. like I should make an effort and so for me 
I think I've worked quite a lot in my lifetime to become comfortable with how my face mm. is, as mm -hmm. it is. I think, like, from, as I was saying, like from having acne as a kid, like that was quite a big thing for me. So I think, for me, I'm very much about being honest, mm -hmm. and that I just show exactly how I perceive myself, or at least I try to show yeah. how I perceive myself. Of mm -hmm. course, like I'm not going to show a picture where like I'm half asleep, or <laughs> yeah, my eyes are closed, time. or <laughs> you know, like half my face isn't in the picture. Like you know, not a, a bad picture in that respect. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, on the thing of like when you look at other people's pictures and then when you meet people. I've definitely had the experience where it's like, wow, you definitely chose the best photo taken of you ever and maybe photo reshopped it potentially yeah. because you don't, like, it's clearly you, but I don't see that you look like that mm. very often. Because, because they, I guess because they feel nervous and anxious that they're not yeah. going to be good enough mm. if they look how, because they're not like when you see that they're bad looking no. or that they have anything that they're not, they're not, they don't look different from sort of, the norm of how we expect people to look it's just that they don't look like they did and it's I guess it comes from an insecurity or an expectation of how yeah, yeah. it's like the idea of putting your best foot forward sometimes like for I definitely feel like that on dating apps you feel like you want to put your best foot forward but then you feel a lot of pressure to kind of live up yeah. to that best foot forward in real life and then secondly right. you kind of feel not that you are a fraud because it mm. is me I'm not taking mm. photos of yeah. someone else yeah. um, but that it's kind of like this is me and my best self yeah. and yeah. if we were to get into a long term relationship and you woke up and, and looked at me I won't look like that <laughs> yeah. every single morning um, but obviously when you meet yeah. and you get to know someone you get to know who they are as a person that develops differently yeah. mm. but initially in that in those regards to pictures it can be quite but Difficult. I don't mean like choosing your best pictures. I, I think that makes a lot of sense to me. But when people like you said they might enhance their photos or um, where they look significantly different and it's like noticeable. In LA it was hilarious because obviously there's a lot of mm. actors there. Like mm. so many headshots, so many professional like, photos. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like when I would go on dates with people there and like sometimes it would come up like they'd be like, oh, you know, I chose you because you're one of the few women that I saw that actually had like natural, normal mm. photos where it wasn't all posed or yeah. professionally done or, and I was like, well, there's no point in, well, A, I don't have those. And B, like, what's the point in showing you something that, um, mm, yeah, that I'm not, because you're gonna, it's not like, oh, <coughs> okay, now we're dating and I wake up in the morning and my hair's a mess and you see me with sleepy eyes. It's like, you don't see me airbrushed, like I'm yeah. not, like on the date one, <laughs> I'm not airbrushed and, Whatever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like people do that in when they're building their profile to like remove some sort of anxiety of like, will I be good mm. enough? But then that just increases the long term. Exactly. Mm. Because then you're gonna have to have that moment where you're, you know, I'm not enough. I'm not that person. That you know. Yeah. So it just yeah. seems a bit like immediate kind of um, relief, but only mm, for yeah. long term. Yeah, I think it's interesting. There's lots of things that kind of overlap when it comes to presenting. I think it's similar though in some ways to social media, although mm. you have yeah. possible different things you might post. In social media, people show that they've got this mm. X life and travel yeah. Y and yeah. do all these amazing things. And you know, you do put your best foot forward online, typically. Mm. Um, but yeah, like you say, mm. it can induce quite a lot of anxiety mm. uh, around that. Sorry, I was going to say I was interested what you were saying, like people don't read the bios, but I think, and I think again that's maybe app dependent, but I feel if someone doesn't write anything, they, they just want to yeah, hook up, same. like that's a clear indication, yeah. and for me actually what people write in a bio can have more power 
than mm-hmm. how they look honestly like yeah. if they say that like so just for me and my ideologies and how I live my life if they say that they are majorly religious for me that I know that that's just going to be out because mm-hmm. I'm not and that's yeah. just going to create major conflict yeah. like there are clear <laughs> indications of like what people say and also like on Bumble I don't know if you can do it on Tinder but on Bumble you can also link your Spotify account you can see what music and Tinder you can do that and your Instagram account yeah I do think that although the picture is the first thing that you're shown actually there is a lot more that you can go on and even in pictures you can tell so much past just their actual physical appearance like where they are, who they're, they're with, with yeah, they're how they frame themselves, the kind of sort of atmosphere that they put themselves in. Like I saw this guy who was like in a suit, like lent in a Ferrari, and I'm like, that guy's not yeah. me. <laughs> Maybe the Ferrari, yeah, the guy. Yeah, like you can't. Uh, keep not the Ferrari. <laughs> let the guy go. <laughs> you, you've actually started to talk about my next question, which is great. So I was, it was kind of about how much do you think people are interested in other parts of the dating profile? And with Tinder and Bumble, mostly that's kind of like the the bio. So how much do you think that's important to you? And how much do you think that's important for others looking at your profile too, in the reverse? Obviously we're a group of all women, so we're coming from only one perspective here. Other aspects rather than just the pictures. Yeah, so like how much do things like their job that they link oh. to, like you said music, um, perhaps if they link to a social media account. For me, sometimes the more they are linking those things, the more they're definitely a real person. Yeah. So yeah. The more they're invested too in that process, I guess. Like yeah. You said, they want to show you more, that. that they want yeah. to show you who they are. Like I used to feel really nervous of like what to say and would try and be like, or what should I say that makes me sound good? It's like what I used to think. Mm. And then I think like as I've got as I've got more confident and that my brain's been more thinking about actually I want a relationship and what does that mean to want a relationship in terms of what am I then looking for? And essentially I'm looking for someone I get along with. I've become more honest in what I say. Whereas in the past I might have like maybe not as been as forthright, but now mm. I am more forthright yeah. both mm. on my initial bio and what I say. And I kind of look for that in other people. If they're just like, I like coffee, whiskey, and walking. I'm just like, well, so does every other bloody yeah. man on this app. Like, <laughs> Join the line. Right. Oh, and beer too, well done. <laughs> yeah, um, and I would definitely also select a lot based on, on other information, like, oh, do they do a similar job as I do? Um, do they like similar things? Mm. Like, do they like to travel? Um, how do they look in their pictures? But not, you know, not just physical appearance, mm. but kind of uh, trying to get a vibe from mm. from the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. But even, even if, like, when I was using dating apps, I wasn't looking for a relationship at all, but still those aspects were really important mm. for me. Yeah. And I think there's, like, the pictures are one thing, and I think if... There's no picture at all. I that's a big no no. Yeah. Oh no, that's well, a scam. Yeah, that's, that's a big yeah, with someone scam. cheating. Yeah, and that's, we see a lot of them like with the. Yeah. I saw one the other day with someone with a camera in front of their face. You literally couldn't see them at all. You're yeah. like, you that's a big no no. Yeah, cheating or but yeah, the, not real. Another big no no for me is like no bio as well because yeah. it's like no mm. investment. If you've got like tons of pictures, then no. And secondly, another thing for me, which is a bit controversial, possibly, but. Guys that are stood in mirrors with their tops off. Oh, no. No. oh, oh gym no. selfie oh, or toilet, no, toilet no. selfie. No. Oh, I don't want to yeah. see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Yeah. Not but yes. Right. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> and and I think that yeah, there's a big big thing now. I'm not sure whether that's something that they think yeah. they should post. They need to be well, I feel that more means they're after hookup kind of stuff. They're more I think if they're like yeah. they're that's kind of quite sexual. Or they, yeah, they're into yeah, themselves. Like, or the appearance matters to so them. But that's how yeah. they like. They, mm. If you're putting out a picture that's right. very much that, then that means I'm judging you the same. Yeah, and, and they that, expect that. From yeah. You. yeah, and I had this guy who I was really hesitant. I'd matched with him, and I was really hesitant. And it was not the Ferrari guy, but like a similar kind of vibe where like he was like quite muscular in it and like mentioned like working out. And I was like, oh, okay, we spoke and it was just before the, the break and he, I was saying I'm going away to like somewhere hot. And he was like, oh, that's a really good plan. It means you keep your beach body all year round. Yeah. And like as soon as he said that, I just then stopped yeah. messaging yeah. with him. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, actually then that's really that makes sense it, then yeah. with like some of the pictures mm. that I was a bit dubious of that clearly for him how you look your aesthetic is more important than other aspects yeah and it's it's interesting as well because I don't know whether guys expect that this is what they should say and and I suppose a lot of girls might take this mm. as flattering but when they message me straight away you're beautiful or you look mm. gorgeous at the next I'm like mm, you know yeah. it, uh, I always yes. say like a guy making a compliment about my appearance, like it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. It's yeah. so yeah. easy to tell someone you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, have beautiful eyes, da, da, da. like, okay, thank you, like, that's great, but you yeah. know next, like, but if a guy gives you a compliment, like, I noticed that you're really into this hobby, or mm. you love to travel and you've been here, I saw you, like, that's just so, more, or when a guy gets to know you and they comment yeah. on, like, you're so generous, you're so yeah. kind, like that, guys, listen up, just mean something. A compliment that's not generic, a compliment that you could, wouldn't apply to every girl yeah. that you're yes. to, you know, something personal. Right. So, like, guys, and even, like, friends, family members, like, um, people think that that's, and receiving a compliment on the way that you look is not a bad thing, but it's, I think people think that's the key thing, the best thing yeah. that you can give mm. a woman is a compliment about how she looks. And it's tricky when it's things like dating apps that are so visual, yes. or yeah. Instagram, yeah. which is so visual, because mm. they don't really get a chance at that moment to engage with you that much. But you just said you wouldn't that you wouldn't match with someone who didn't have a picture. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's, yeah. It's like we're conflicting ourselves, and it's like, I guess the balance is what, people are looking for yeah i think it's like the context of how it's said exactly. so it's like if it's like the first thing they say to you all right beautiful like yeah, then, exactly. like you don't know me we haven't spoken so you are going purely off an aesthetic versus if somebody says oh i think it's really beautiful that you do this thing or i looked at your pictures i think you're beautiful because you show yourself to be i don't know if there's like more it's also in reflection of what i'm offering so i feel like on the dating app i'm offering a lot of things that they could see or in my bio things they can read so i'm not purely just showing something visual so if they're just saying something about my appearance i'm like you've completely missed yeah. the point here i'm yeah. giving yeah. you xyz yeah. why the hobbies or the music yeah, or, yeah. Or why are you else? bypassing you listen that? to my spotify yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and and now moving on to my next question it's in regards to about pressures for males and females what do you think in regards to that with dating apps do you think there's different pressures similar pressures I think that there's similar pressures for both men and women. I think it's, again, I do think there's an age thing. So I have like a 13 year old niece and she's recently got Instagram and I find it frightful. And I follow her and she follows me. But I think like, obviously she's quite young, so I hope she's not on dating apps. But I think like people who are younger, like I didn't grow up with 
with the computer or the internet at home and so didn't get like social media until mm. I was into my mid-20s mm-hmm. so I think the way that yeah. I use it is very different versus people who are younger yeah. who have <laughs> Facebook or Instagram since being in your sort of mid-late teens where I think then there is more of an impact of appearance and how you use these things and you know like, there's definitely different you know girls and guys who use these weird filters that I just don't understand but you know like mm. to put these filters on that either are very clearly like almost like a comic mm. or like a just like enhance like the beauty mode or yeah. whatever yeah. I think that I think that that is both with men and men and women I think guys you know there's an impetus the guys who are showing their body shots I make a presumption and maybe it's incorrect that these guys feel that that's what women want that women want a muscular you know because they're maybe they're reading gq or men's health magazine and that's what mm. they're shown in the same way that for women we're shown that you should have perfect clear skin you should have full lips big eyes big eyelashes maybe your body is either curvaceous and voluptuous or it's you know skinny and slender whatever it is that you've been shown that you think is the one yeah. um so i think it's on both but slightly different but mm. i don't think that it's for everybody like i personally don't feel that but i don't know whether that's because i'm a bit older and haven't been exposed to that for a long time or because i've also had therapy for self-esteem and right. worked hard mm. at dealing with my own appearance stuff mm. so i think that it's not a hard or fast answer or one size fits all answer i think it really depends on different variables and i think for some people these kinds of apps are fantastic and I've mostly not always but mostly had a pretty positive experience from them mm-hmm. but I think on the flip side for some people even if they feel they're having a positive experience externally if they do feel these pressures to look a certain way then there is a potential actually yeah. for, for damage and on a more societal level mm. sort of looking forwards what these apps are going to do in terms of how dating happens if it is if people are going to feel more pressure on their appearance yeah the only thing I've um, really noticed with the dating apps it's become even more apparent in the last few months I don't know whether well, I don't know whether I'm noticing it more or it's become more of a thing but men feel it necessary to disclose how tall they are mm. yeah. which yeah. Um, yeah you're saying like for anyone interested on five foot seven or by the way six foot three this seems to be important to women so many men are saying mm. that yeah, and that. I feel really uncomfortable with that I would never ask a guy um, how tall they are yeah. um, I'm not lying I do like taller men but I wouldn't not go out on a date with someone just because they were <laughs> same yeah. height as me for example because you'd like everyone you know deserves a chance kind of thing but mm. you do feel it does feel like the shorter men are struggling mm. um so some of them put it on there because i guess they're turning up to dates and then the guy, the women are going now nah, you're too short mm. which i think yeah. it's not nice yeah. um and i also think you know if it's the other way around and we have to disclose what Wait. body size we yeah. were or breast size oh we were yeah. yeah i can imagine outrage yeah. out, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Clothes size as like something yeah. like that. Yeah. That would be insane. That, that feels yeah. quite uncomfortable to me. And so it'd be interesting if there's obviously no men here, but it'd be interesting to see what why they're feeling the need to say that. Yeah. yeah. Because they're obviously getting it from the women, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't put it yeah. there because they're not looking at other men's profiles, there. are they? Like, I've never had that problem because I'm super short. Um but yeah, friends that are taller, it's a thing. Like they will mm. I will not date a guy shorter short than me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. need why? to know his height. Oh, he's really cute, really nice, but uh, shorter than me. It's a thing. Like, yeah. It's I'm a thing for men, women. Women. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, so my final question, which is probably also useful in regards to you not using dating app as well, mm. would be good feedback. What would be your advice for someone who has 
just started using a dating app or thinking about using a dating app? I think try not to be too scared. Be sincere and honest, both in the photos that you show and in the things that you write. Try not to feel rejected because you have to think of it in like a general, like if you take the app into a real world scenario. So if I, I counted this once, so in a sort of like couple of minute session, if I'm like on it, I will say no to probably 100 and yes to 10 people. Mm. Well, that's also realistic. If I'm walking down a busy city street, mm. there's probably in 10, 15 minutes, a couple of guys who I'll be like, oh, you know, will catch my eye and mm. everybody else who just passes by. So that's normal. If you then take those guys and you actually start to talk to them, you suddenly realise that maybe one of them you actually have anything in common with. Yeah. So if you do feel that you're getting a lot of, you're not getting matches or you're not getting responses, then it's actually not to take it personally because this is just the way that it is and the best thing that you can do is just be honest and sincere and be yourself because there's no point in being anything else in the world of dating really. Yeah, I think it's really important to take a break as well. I know quite a few of my Mm. friends, like if you're just not feeling it and you're getting like, it's affecting the way you're feeling or you're getting fatigue or frustrated, just come off it for a few months, like you can can delete the app and just give yourself a bit of thing because it can be like quite intense or Take yourself Exhausting. on a date. Yeah, take, take yourself, yourself on a date, date yourself. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you do have to be happy in yourself as well. I think it's yeah, definitely help. But, um, yeah. Yeah. The Which best dating fine. advice I ever got given was be the person you want to date. Yeah, That's like put one. out what you want to get. That's good. That's yeah. good. I really like that advice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> we'll end on that. That would be a great ending. That's yeah. what I'm thinking what I want to do. <laughs> um, thank you everyone it's been great to hear your opinions it's been really really thought provoking for me let alone anyone that's actually listening um, so thank you very much thank, thank you that was such an interesting discussion and there's so much in there that we could like talk about for ages but I think it's worth maybe relating some of the points that were said in the discussion in relation to some of the existing research that is out there on online dating body image. Yeah, for sure. I must admit, I found the conversation very thought-provoking. I said that at the end of the discussion. I also want to mention that we spoke loads about lots of interesting stuff, but obviously for the episode, we had to cut some of that stuff out. Um, and the focus here is on online dating and body image, really. So I just want to mention one thing that was discussed was about safety. And what they said was how, as women, we think a lot about our safety on online dating, and especially when it comes to meeting someone in person, thinking mm. about where you might meet them, yeah. um, other safety procedures that you might put in place, letting a friend know. But obviously, like I said, we're going to focus a lot more on body image and online dating here in this episode. Yeah, I think the safety thing is a is an important consideration for for women for sure. So I'm I'm glad you just like mentioned that even if it's just in passing. Mm. Um, so one of the points from the discussion that ties in I think quite nicely with some of the current research was around the anxiety about appearance when it comes to choosing a profile picture to upload. So research published in the journal Body Image in 2017 by Jessica Strubel and Trent Perry found that compared to people who didn't use Tinder, people who used Tinder, so the dating app, reported less satisfaction with their face and bodies, greater body shame, surveillance, so like checking checking their appearance, and then comparing their appearance more to others, suggesting that using visual online dating apps like Tinder might lead to heightened awareness of someone's appearance and make them less satisfied with how they look. So kind of tying into that anxiety about like what picture do I put up, do I, how good do I look type thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it ties in quite nicely to the point of people 
often wanting to put their best foot forward online, which Mm -hmm. the women did discuss. Um, And this could impact how you evaluate your own appearance immediately and mean that you might be making more long-term anxiety as well about your appearance, the short-term impact that it might have, but the longer-term thinking that you might need to keep up looking the same way that you did on those profile pictures. that, That impact, that makes sense. So then it's like you're not like catfishing, right? Yeah, that yeah, whole idea. That... Yeah, that you represent the images that you're putting mm-hmm. forward. Okay. Also, there's the link here to objectification theory, which we have mentioned in the podcast before, but to re-explain this, it's essentially viewing your body as a sexual object that exists for pleasure of others, really. In society, women are often taught to internalise other people's views of their bodies and appearance, which can lead to a whole host of negative psychological consequences for women. So things like body shame, disordered eating, and reduced sexual enjoyment. If we just think about that for a second, in relation to dating apps like Tinder, these apps are rather objectifying. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, they are. At their core, yeah. I think, yeah, I think we can't really get around that, can we? So, like, people mostly upload visual content, which is evaluated by others by a simple, simple like, swipe right, swipe left, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the judgment is mainly on appearance, and some people don't even write stuff yeah, in the bio stuff. It's just literally just the pictures. Yeah, yeah, there, there is a slight opportunity to put a bio in, but like you're saying, not people... Yeah, not everyone does it. Like, yeah, so um, this could lead to someone having a heightened awareness and criticising their bodies more, and might also be why, as women mentioned in the discussion, men feel the need to state their height. Which, spoiler alert, will be in the next episode. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what the guys had to say. Um, but yeah, next, next, next episode. And then actually going back to the study, the Tinder users were defined as people who logged onto Tinder two to three times a month, which actually isn't that frequent and might not reflect people who use Tinder more, more often. So the effects on body image found in the study could potentially be worse for people who use Tinder more frequently, so they might be objectifying themselves more regularly. Yep. Uh, for example, or I don't know, maybe it, maybe people who use the app more frequently are more body confident in the first place and like more, like more happy to put themselves like forward and be on there and kind of look at all those kind of things. But yeah, yeah. Who knows? I think it's. I mean, we're mainly speculating here, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, I think it could go either way. In my experience, some people will use an online dating app a lot more in one time period, and then perhaps just not use it at all for a while, so kind of have a bit of a detox. So this may be hard to define in the future when researching dating apps and their users. It's an important critique, I think. Yeah, I think it's a good point. And sounds like there's a lot of work to do when it comes to, yeah, really kind of digging deep and researching this this topic. For sure. And I also found interesting the way that women in the discussion explained how they like to present themselves on online dating apps, like more natural or putting their best foot forward, as we mentioned, When looking into the research on this, I found one article published in 2017 by Giulio Ranzini and Christoph Lutz, I really hope I'm saying that right, um, which found Tinder users with high self-esteem tend to use more authentic images when representing themselves on online dating apps, but there isn't a lot of research on this. Right, that's that's interesting, but I guess obviously self-esteem and body image aren't exactly the same thing, Um, although they are... considered to be related a lot of the time. Did the study say anything about body image? Did they measure body image at all? No, there was no measure of oh. body image in the study. Yeah, That's so, a shame. Yeah, it's a lot of speculation here. But the study didn't measure aspects of body image, so this is really inconclusive. We don't have a lot of research out there around body image and dating apps. Right, there's a lot to be done, isn't there? Yeah, and it's a shame. But one thing that 
one of the women did mention in the group was Tinder being mainly viewed as a hookup app, and yeah. I did find some research on that actually. Oh really? Yeah. Really? So we'll go with that. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So hookups instead of like seeking long term relationships, so something a lot more shorter. Tinder was once viewed as mainly being a hookup app. But it does seem that this has blurred slightly. So the study I looked into in 2017 by Cindy Sumter and colleagues found that motivations to find love was a stronger reason to use Tinder than a motivation for just casual sex. Okay, so it's kind of moved. The tables have turned. Yeah. Do you know where that was done? Was that in the States? Was that here? It's a good question. I don't remember. I don't have the paper in front of me. I'll, um, I can link to the paper in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, these authors argue that Tinder should not just be seen as a fun hookup app with no strings attached, um, which kind of aligns with what some of the women were saying when they used Tinder and their motivations why they might use it, which actually may yeah. vary according to age as well. So I think that would be interesting to... Yeah, that. there's a, a lot to be a lot to be said, isn't it? I think it's a maybe particularly for a certain age group, it's a very interesting topic. It's it's and I guess it's very new, isn't it? Online dating. Definitely. In, in there's lots way, to be it? explored still for sure. Um yeah, so this is probably a good time to wrap up, but don't worry, we're gonna hear from the male perspective next time, so make sure you listen out for that. Yeah, exciting stuff. And spoiler alert, I've got been doing a couple of spoilers this episode. Um, the men definitely talk more about differences regarding online dating apps that they use. Oh, kind of between the apps. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, listen out to that. that. Yeah. So yeah, on that note, we'll have to love you and leave you. Is that a pondo? Are you swiping left? Come on, Nadia. Would it really be a February episode without me throwing in a Valentine's related pun? But on the topic of um, feeling the love, I do want to do a special shout out to my lovely Nan, who is such a big supporter of the podcast and number one fan. (laughs) (laughs) We all love Dave Nan. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I want to give a special shout out to her and also want to take this opportunity to thank the women for giving up their time and sharing their views on the topic. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and just one last thing before we go, uh, we've got a student opportunity for you. So either if you're a medical student, nursing student, psychology student, paramedic or speech and language therapy student, we've got a really exciting opportunity for you. Yeah, so the Scarfree Foundation is offering student elective awards worth £1,200 each for research in the area of disfigurement and visible loss of function. So if this sounds like this could be of interest to you, please see the link in our show notes to the Scar 3 Foundation's website where you can find further information and the TPCs. Yeah, great stuff. And last, but certainly not least, we are now on... Drumroll. <laughs> Spotify. Um, well, if you're listening on Spotify, this is uh, probably not big news to you. It's not a spoiler, uh, actually, no. Um, yeah, so if you are listening on Spotify or any other place that you'd like to get your podcast, please don't forget to subscribe or follow so you are able to join us next time for part two of our online dating and body image series, where you will be seeing what the men have to say. Great, looking forward to it already. And... Um, Happy Valentine's Day, Jade. I hope you have a good one tomorrow. Thanks, Nanny. Happy Valentine's Day to you too.